Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm James Macmillan's sister, Sarah. And I'm Doja Cat. Uh, uh, referenced off-air conversations. You didn't even, like, flinch that I didn't do it right. Man, you can't phase this guy. Can't do <laughs> oh, it. Oh, is that right? That's it. That's right. <laughs> this light is like a laser beam in my eyeball. Am I off mic a little bit? Yes. Very much so. He's it's for effect. Desperately trying to close the curtains. It only took me 30 seconds. I'm very congested. Hold on. <laughs> Gross. I just swallowed snot. Cool. Well, I've had a headache for three days. Yeah, Ash has a headache. That. We're just falling apart here. I'm doing great, actually. I think, honestly, it's from working and not having AC at work. Or it, your house. Or, well, it's fine. <laughs> my my house is totally comfortable. Yeah, like, really same. not a big deal. Good. It, the most, it got up to about 80 degrees, but... Do you ever worry about mom and dad melting away? Yeah. Yeah, you know I do. I mean? They're not spring sure. chickens anymore. I'm a little worried. Well... But they said they have an AC in their bedroom, so... Yeah, that, no, that I think they're AC. fine okay. for sleeping. Should we call them now? Make sure they're okay? Yeah, on the air. Well... It's been hot. I don't know. We usually do the do 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 do, and then we do the weather thing. Oh, but... this just in. <laughs> it's ninety eight with excessive heat warning at not Disneyland. It's eighty five and Ferret Disney. So as I was saying, it's really damn hot here right now. Boy, is it! Apparently, we broke another record for like that day and you mm-hmm. know in history or whatever. Again. Yeah. Didn't we break one last year too? I believe it's been year after year. We just keep breaking them. Well. This was like for the specific day, but last year we broke the all-time temperature record. Yeah. It had never gotten hotter in Portland than it did last summer. It wasn't top at like 115. It was something like that, yeah. Something crazy, which is insane for Portland. we know what you're thinking. If you live in Phoenix Uh, or whatever, and you're like, oh, you don't even understand. That's every day. That's every day. Yeah. Well, look at the difference in humidity between here and there. Sure. It's a big difference. Also, y'all have AC. Y'all have AC. It's a desert. You're we made for it. We don't all have AC. You got those little red rocks and, and cacti. We don't have that here. My only respite from the heat is my car yeah. or James and Ashley's house or a store. Which we're very <laughs> lucky and it's sort of rare Yeah. around these parts. So Yeah. I mean, people are getting them more and more because it does just keep getting hotter here. I read that one over 100 people died last summer in the heat wave. Oh, I believe it. In, or- in Oregon. <sighs> I mean, that's crazy. People die. For- and, and by the way, that's not like you just kind of... That's a miserable death is oh, what I'm trying to just say. Just awful. Yeah. Heat stroke is not fun. No. Look, you get very nauseous. Mm-hmm. And it's a bad way to go out, man. We had two employees call out yesterday because they were throwing up. Wow. And they they thought they had food poisoning, but then to find out that they both did and they mm. weren't together and they didn't eat the same thing. It's like... Weird. Probably just from heat. Could be. If you don't drink enough agua, that's Spanish for what? Anyone? Poison? <laughs> you got it. Okay. <laughs> Before I take us away, I have two items of business. Do you? First. Am I getting promoted? No. No. You're being put on warning. You're actually being demoted. (laughs) That seems appropriate. (laughs) Um, Wishbone. James has a question for the listeners out there. Was Wishbone just an Oregon thing or no? Uh, I believe what I asked was that a stupid redneck Oregon thing. You mean 
What's the story, Wishbone? That's the one. The dog who can, like, solve crimes and stuff? Wasn't that what He's it- just, he takes the form of literary, classic literary characters. Okay. You didn't watch that nonsense, did you, sir? I didn't. I know that it was on, though, when my kids were little, because it was an OPB thing. Right? But mm-hmm. at, yeah. you're saying it was a thing when you were a kid, too, right, Ash? Yeah, I watched Wishbone. It was a dog wearing costumes, yeah. being the main character of all the classic fa- the tales. I mean, it sounds great. What's the story, Wishbone? So they just did like a voiceover situation for Yeah. It reminds, know. Me, it reminds me of that movie, We could Homeward also look it up, but no. Homeward Bound. Bound? That's it. It's very different, but... I just mean stupid animals not talking and just an actor pretending to be them. At least they're not having the mouth move, though. That like is worse. The- Puppies yeah, it is and worse. Snow buddies. Snow buddies and yeah. It makes buddies. less sense when they do that, but it's somehow worse when they try to make the mouth. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I'd just prefer to have it be telepathic. Well, like, yeah, let us yeah. know your thoughts on Wishbone. I seem to think it's um, anything that I wasn't familiar with, I just chalk up as stupid organ stuff. Redneck. Redneck organ kids. <laughs> Yes, Ash, the redneck Oregonian. She yep. is a redneck. All these stupid kids in Oregon, all they did was play in the mud, play with worms, run around in the rain. Like, you and I grew up on the concrete. We went to malls, and we had culture. <laughs> <laughs> Beaches. Like, cool, cool shit. You dumb Oregon kids. Let's go to the fair. <laughs> <laughs> James was like... Um, yeah, but like you never like went to like the rodeo or anything. I was like, I went to tons of rodeos. See, so no, okay. d- dig a little deeper. She might be a redneck. Did you she ever also hear has a farm? I didn't even know what a 4-H. Like, oh no, yeah. When we moved here, we saw these kids that were part of the 4-H club. Yeah, I'm like that's real. Yeah, at your high school. Get out of here. People I thought rodeos show pigs and totally. goats and stuff. I legitimately thought a rodeo was just something from like the movies. I did too. But that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And I have also been to a handful of rodeos, but see, I've never only been, since been. Only since here. Yeah. Yep. I think I know the friend you probably went with. I remember her. No, I actually, I've gone. I, I'm actually only thinking of one. Oh, okay. For sure. I went to the St. Paul Rodeo the summer of 99. And I know this because that was the day we realized Josh had mono. And then I had strep throat, and we were so sick. It was the 4th of July. Yo, I don't remember that. Well, here we are. Well, here we are. Let us know if you watched Wishbone. (laughs) Make sure that James knows that he's full of crap. Well, we already know that I am. And then earlier today, I took Dexter, the old man cat, Mm -hmm. love of my life, to the vet for his annual, well, semi-annual checkup. And the doctor said that he was like Mr. Burns and I knew exactly what she meant and I have to play this for especially for James but also for everyone. So here's a clip he looks of especially old now. He's the so exact cute. thing He's that such she's a senior referring citizen. to. Okay. Well, Doc, I think I did pretty well in my tests. You may shake my hand if you like. Well, under the circumstances, I'd rather not. Eh? Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States. You have everything. You mean I have pneumonia? Yes. Juvenile diabetes? Yes. Hysterical pregnancy? A, a little bit, yes. <laughs> you also have several diseases that have just been discovered in you. I see. You sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? 
Uh, no, no, I'm afraid not. This sounds like bad news. Well, you'd think so, but <laughs> all of your diseases are in perfect balance. If you have a moment, I can explain. Well, so here's the door to your body, you see? And these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddlebug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome. So what you're saying is... I'm indestructible. Oh, no, no. In, in fact, even a slight breeze could... Indestructible. <laughs> that is Dexter. A hundred percent. Even a slight breeze. I am indestructible. Indestructible. Hysterical <laughs> pregnancy? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh, that's... Everything about that is the most Simpsons clip ever. Yep. Well, what does cool. Dexter's tag say again? Asthmatic needs meds. Needs meds. Indoor cat. Asthmatic Indoor cat needs, needs meds. meds. <laughs> uh, I want a shirt that says that. I think we need to have Dexter like more prominent in our I agree. Uh, social media. Yeah. He, there's needs to be more pictures of Dexter because he's well like our said. he's like our mascot. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. He's never had any interest in outside. You know, mm-hmm. some cats like look out the window mm-hmm. or they will try to get out or they even inch towards the front door <laughs> no not Dexter. no midge wants no. to leave so bad totally every so time you open the door she's yeah. like hey what's out there yeah what's out there but every time she runs out she freaks out yeah, she has like, no Whoa! idea what to do she runs to a corner she doesn't has know she how ever to been get outside away. other than these occasions you're talking about well, I mean, she was on the streets when they got oh, her. Oh, we... okay. So she was an outdoor cat at one point. Well, she was a lost cat. Yeah. Don't know okay. her story. She has not told me. Because that always trips me out. Like Minerva and Dexter, our, our cat that passed away, Minerva, they are 100% indoor cats. Right. So anytime they would go outside, brief, I can only imagine. I mean, that's like going to outer space. Absolutely. All these sounds. I must have been wild. Yeah. Well, Midge has been, since we've had her, she's only been at the house, mm-hmm. the apartment, a hotel, and the vet. And the vet. And the that's car it. rides must and be she's, insane. She's been in the car four Dude. times, I think, total. Again, like like a, a shuttle to outer space. That's, Absolutely. That must be what that's she's like. She's still dreaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She has no Aww. brain. There's nothing happening in just that head. A, just an empty jar with one little marble rolling around in it. That's Midge. That's Doris. Her eyes are vacant. Yeah. Just sweet and dumb. Not a single thought behind those eyes. That makes for a good pet, though. Oh, yeah. She's just like, Ugh. Ugh. all the time. Cuddles, food, cuddles, sleep, food. Meow. Meow. Well... I'm sure most people have heard that there was a recent family feud in the Disney parks. Another one. I did. I haven't seen videos or anything on it. Yeah. But I did briefly hear about that. It was a good one. So I thought that we would do a sequel to our previous episode about behaving badly in the parks, which I think it was episode 57. So it's been a minute. Nice. Since we've done one of these. Yes. So excited for this. So we'll start off with this most recent one. So I'm sure most people in the audience probably have heard about this one, if you are a Disney fan. Um, It took place on July 21st between Fantasy Fair and Peter Pan's flight in Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Sorry, this is one that just happened? Oh, in in Walt Disney World. In Walt Disney World, yes. Now, sorry, before you go, I... 
if you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch the the infamous Toontown one. Oh yeah. Do you remember that one, Sarah? Oh yeah. Yeah, that uh-huh. one is like the most appalling, embarrassing thing to ever happen there. And then we got into a family <sighs> argument That's right. right outside, like feet yeah. from where that happened, and, and realized it as we were like getting pissed off at each other. We're like, voices. Wait, wait we no, can, no, no. Especially not right here. I mean, we weren't like throwing punches no. or yelling at each other, but we were having a disagreement. And yeah, it was. It wasn't fun <laughs> at all. Angry and <laughs> it was tired. Like, What's going on? <laughs> not us. <sighs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So this involved, there were two families, two families, both alike in dignity, in fair Fair fantasy land where we lay our scene. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, Waiting in line for a performance of Mickey's PhilharMagic. Now let's bear in mind that this show airs every 30 goddamn minutes. Yeah, yeah. As in, give it a minute. Uh Uh-huh. It'll play again. Sure. So one family, we'll call them the Red Shorts fam. (laughs) They were donning customized Disney family vacation tees. You know the kind. Like, you know, with their yeah. name on it. They all right. match. They're clearly indicating that yes, they're Yes, the together. Red Shorts family vacation 2022. Johnson yes. fam. Yeah, right. Yeah. And sorry, you said this happened when? In July. In July. Yeah, like a week ago. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're still in July, <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to do the same thing. It's so hot, we think that it's August. I was thinking yeah. September, October. <laughs> sure. I don't know. So they're wearing their, their matching Disney family tees and matching red shorts. Mm-hmm. The fracas started when a family member that was not from the red shorts fam left the line to the Mickey's PhilharMagic to retrieve her phone that she had forgotten in her electric conveyance vehicle. How dare she? When she tried to rejoin her group in the line, apparently the red shorts fam got angry and tried <sighs> to block her from returning to her spot. God. I like to imagine the rigorous glaring and deep seething and eye rolling that ensued at that Mm -hmm. point. But all of the drama was for nothing, right? Because miraculously, everyone made it into the very spacious high capacity theater. Of Of course. course. Because no one wants to see that. It's empty. (laughs) I do. I actually like it. I've never seen it. What? Sorry. Oh my God. It is actually, it's one of the better things there. Okay. Honestly. Surprisingly good. I was totally on your thing. Yeah. It's it's surprising. It's yeah, like it's, the it's tough to be a bug, basically. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like that with like the three D thing pop out. Cool. Like there's no, animatronics on the that. wall. And it's a whole thing. Huge theater. I too. mean, I should have known that. I because <laughs> I didn't know what it was either. We went one of the recent trips, and we were both like, "Oh wow, this is one of the cooler things here." Mm-hmm. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Despite this, despite everyone making it in to the theater mm-hmm. after the show, the two families confronted each other once again. This time at the theater's exit. A member from the line st- the line skippers girls family said to the red shorts family, "We don't appreciate you guys pushing my younger sister." Oh boy. See, that's where you messed up. Just let it let go. Let it go. Mhm. A shouting match ensued with both groups hurling profanities even as they gradually stepped closer to each other, eventually triggering a massive Jerry Springer style style brawl that spilled into the walkways outside the theater. Good lord. The brawl was caught on camera, obviously. Not just Disney's surveillance cameras, but also the huge group of bystanders. And obviously this was all over social media immediately, um, showing at least 10 people duking it out, sending onlookers running for cover and shielding their children. Do we? Can we watch it together? We can. Okay, I want to. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> got really excited. I want to see this. One video captured children crying, while panicked adults can be heard shouting for security to help. Eventually, the two groups were broken up by security and law enforcement and hauled off to Disney jail. Newly revealed footage shows other guests, as well as two cast members, working to intervene and end the fight after about a minute and a half, eventually breaking it up. One man was taken away in an ambulance due to a large cut on his chin. Other family members suffered minor cuts and bruises. It's not yet known whether either family is planning to press charges, but the... A report that I read said that the Red Shorts family allegedly, quote, stole or broke several personal items belonging to their opponents, including mobile phones and designer clothes. What? What? (laughs) Who are these people? According to the line cutter family, they have all been banned from Disney parks. Yeah, and two members of the Red Shorts family were arrested. And this happened in Fantasyland? Yes. In in, uh, Orlando? Yes. Wow. (laughs) That that is just. That's not even a that's not even a park with alcohol. Right. No. You can't even blame it on that. I found the video. Okay. Oh, they do have red shorts on. Imagine going for the first time and seeing that. God, people are stupid. It goes on for so long. Anyway, I heard a lot of criticism. Uh, Mark Brickey just did a podcast and he talks about this sort of topic of like things going down at the parks. Mm -hmm. And he was fairly critical and I've heard other criticism of Disney security not doing enough Mm. and not being more present. Like, you see the security guards, but he was just kind of arguing, like, look, they're one of the most profitable companies on Earth. They can afford a crew of security per land. Mm -hmm. Make this very clear. You don't F around here. Mm -hmm. You don't. And if you do, that big guy is going to fuck you up, and you're going to be kicked out forever. Mm -hmm. And we'll press charges on you as well. I don't know. I mean... It sucks because he's like, you know, that's just not the Disney way and they want to be very peaceful. But you, you watch the footage, too. A lot of the cast members and security, they sort of just stand there. There's a lot of observing, letting them shout it out. Right. Because they're not at that moment. They're not hitting each other. So, yeah. Where do you step well, in? I, I get And the, I've been told, I don't know by who, I think maybe dad and other people that there are undercover, yeah. you know, plain clothes, security, Armed too. everywhere, yeah. all over I the park. I hope that's the case. But you never really see that. You don't see it. When those things break that's out. That's what I mean. So, I mean. Is that really the case? I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, okay, so you have more things to talk about, I'm sure, Ash. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to say, too, because this, uh, Bricky didn't mention this, but he was sort of alluding to, like, I am just... I am so worried. I'm worried sick that something worse is going to go down at, mm-hmm. at the parks. Yeah. And he was referring to like a really big fight. I took it. I, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm worried sick about like a mass shooting or something mm-hmm. horrible. Hap- not to be a Debbie Downer, but. Yeah. I mean, the security isn't enough. It's just not. You go through Disneyland. If you come through the backpack. 
mm-hmm. or like our luggage when we store it in the locker before mm-hmm. we go to the airport, they don't check for nothing. Well, they'll, they'll do a quick. They open do the sometimes. Yeah, it's hit and, and miss. It's real hit or miss. I, I mean, I've say, told a story about Josh coming in with his pocket knife by accident, and they yeah. were like, "You have to take that back to your hotel." And he was like, "Okay," and he stashed it in a bush. But that's and then obvious. He came back, sir. and but they didn't have him go through a thing. Exactly. He just walked through. Right. There was no metal almost detector, time, and no one checked him for anything. Well, almost every time I have my backpack packed to the gills, mm-hmm. I look a certain non-threatening way, whatever that means to you, right? They kind of size me up and they go, hey, sir, just quickly check your bag for you. And they just undo the zips, kind of shuffle through it. But they're not like taking everything out on the table. No. I've had a couple of I've had a couple. I have two. I have two. Very random. Very rare. And it's random. I'm just making a point. It's mm-hmm. e- It should either be 100% of the time or don't do it at all. And then, so this is where it gets really dangerous. They take that backpack and put it on the other side of the metal detector. Yeah, they don't slide it through the right. metal detector. Why? I'll never know. Can't they afford to get the like screening things that they do? I know. They the had airport? it in Orlando. Did, yeah. Was it Orlando or the airport? Or... No, I think Walt Disney World, one of the parks, maybe it's Animal Kingdom, switched to... They don't have, they're not even doing metal detectors. It's like a... It's like a... Yeah, like the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're going to see a, right. an x-ray vision of your body. So if you have a gun or anything crazy on you, they're going to see it's it. It's going to show up. Like, well, that's why they don't put a backpack through the metal detector is you could have anything me. in there right. it, that it's it would just go off. beep. It's not going to tell you oh, anything. Totally. Well, as a, as a gun owner, I can tell you it would. it's not that tough to sneak in something that would cause unbelievable damage in yeah. numbers to someone just in a little backpack. And it's it, really ter- scary. it really scares me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, you keep seeing it happen around the country. Oh God! I it, think about uh, it all the time. It'd just be the worst thing ever. Places like, uh, you know, arenas. I know. Where sometimes you go through metal detectors, but like go to the hops games. No. You going through Come a metal detector? In. No. No, you just go through a gate, and then you're in a big, basically a so punch hops bowl game? of people. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Like a baseball game. Yeah, they'd let you right through. So Yikes. I mean, I don't know. It sucks because it's like not that having a mass shooting or something terrible like that makes it less worse at a different place. But if it happens at Disneyland, that would be one of the worst places for something like that to happen as a fan. Mm-hmm. Cause it would just, it would just taint that forever. It would be so tragic. Well, and it's just the people that are there and it's so many families and so many families, people on vacation. And I mean, it doesn't matter if you were at a mall in, I, in your own yeah, hometown I, I get your it's still point, awful but yeah. yeah well anyway sorry i didn't want to go on like a dark tangent it's just since we're talking about this stuff it, it's something that i think about probably too much and it, it bums me out i get a little worried about it when i'm there yeah pretty much every time we go through security <sighs> i say something about yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay next up we have naked lsd man yes yes i'm excited <laughs> about this <laughs> so september 2019 a 32-year-old engineer from Switzerland thought, what could be better than going to Disneyland Paris? <laughs> ah, going to Disneyland Paris on acid. By the way, it's a sound thought. I just want to offer that as a, we've all talked about this. Like, you know, if you if you like to dab on a little hallucinogenics, what a, what a silly place to do that This at. doesn't go well for him. No, I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't, which is why I don't do it personally. But you know a lot of people do. (laughs) 
Needless to say, he wound up in jail on narcotics charges, but the real fun to this story is just how that happened. Oh, so he had it on him? Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to just take it and walk in. That's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do. Children out there. Just a tip from me to you. So that Friday evening in Adventureland, the man's 30-year-old girlfriend gave him the LSD, and almost immediately after it kicked in, he fell into the lake near Captain Hook's pirate ship. He didn't oh resurface. Oh, God. Wait, what? <laughs> he didn't resurface. So a while later, near closing time, what? the girlfriend informed staff about what happened. It is not known for sure whether the girlfriend was also on LSD, but they do note that she, quote, did not seem to be in possession of all of her means. <laughs> 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 yeah, she was tripping pretty hard. Time is no longer a thing. Did he just disappear into the ocean? Like, And that either felt like five minutes ago to her yeah, or right. seven days. I mean, right. Who knows? So Disneyland employees combed the park for hours, but there was no sign of the Swiss engineer. They looked in the pirate ship, the Indiana Jones ride, and searched Pirate's Beach. The search party expanded to include 10 divers, 10 policemen, 30 firefighters, and 80 Disneyland police, oh uh, Disneyland God. Paris employees. It was very dark by then, making it harder for them to search, to search the lagoon. So, dogs and a police helicopter with a thermal camera were deployed. And now James is going to assist me with reading an interview. <laughs> so, okay. this is a, a Frenchman. So early the next morning, in a town about a mile from Disneyland, Paris, a 44-year-old French man was driving home from work and came across an odd sight. James is going to read the part of the 44-year-old Frenchman. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I came to fa- <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a French accent. Not at all. That sounds like a Spanish man yeah, or that an was, Italian. Yeah, that was nothing like French. How do you... French. I came to face to face with a naked. I can't do a French accent. Don't. Can you do a French accent? No. All right. I came face to face with a naked man, said the driver, identified only as Benoit. Most French name ever. Quote, he was walking in the middle of the road. He did not have a centimeter of clothes on him, and he was barefoot. The man was strolling down a tranquil tree lined street. I stopped, got out of the car, and went to meet him. Benoit told the paper. I wanted to know what a naked man was doing 300 meters from my home. (laughs) Thanks, Benoit. I I can't do a French accent to save my life. I came face to face with a naked man. No. You was walking down the middle of the road. Mm, Sounds a little Austrian. The road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the nude man was dry. You couldn't have given me like a British accent or anything normal. A French. Can you do a French accent, sir? All I want to do now is. (laughs) (laughs) Les poissons. Paris. (laughs) Well, that's why I made you do it. Yeah, well, I tried. The nude man was dry, but had scratches all over his arms and legs. Benoit had a hard time communicating with the nude dude because, as it turns out, he didn't speak French. Eventually, the two realized that they could both communicate in English a bit, and the mysterious naked man explained that he had taken LSD as part of a bet that he had made with friends and that his girlfriend was probably worried. (laughs) She wasn't. She wasn't. (laughs) No, she waited all day. 
Benoit offered to call her, but the dazed man was also unable to remember the number. (laughs) Benoit, a much nicer person than myself, took the stranger in his car, stopping at his house to grab some clothes to cover up. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Nude guy, you are walking. Yep. He then dropped the mysterious stranger off at the edge of the park, as per his request. Rescuers met up with the naked guy around 1.15 a.m., and he and his girlfriend were promptly arrested for narcotics use. But they were quickly released later that afternoon because the authorities apparently felt bad for them. <laughs> Le Parisien, the newspaper, reported that both received a, quote, rappel à la loi for drug use, which re- roughly translates to a reminder of the law. The citation, which doesn't get added to a person's official criminal record, is typically handed out when the prosecutor chooses not to press charges. Disneyland Paris, likewise, was unfazed by the incident. Park officials told Le Parisien that the hours-long search didn't even disrupt their regular operations, nor the 5K race that took place that same evening. (laughs) That's hysterical. The visitors did not even realize that there was a problem, a source told the paper. But the mystery remains. How long was he underwater? How did he emerge without anyone seeing him? And at what point did he strip naked? <laughs> yeah. That's There are no fantastic. cameras anywhere? They didn't find him. Huh. I don't know. What was his name? Ben Benoit? Benoit's the Frenchman that found him. Oh, Benoit's... Okay. Do we know the name of the guy? No, because... They just Swiss didn't press charges. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how is Benoit spelled? Is it B-E-N-O-I-T? Yep. Okay. So when you first said it, I was picturing B-E-N space W-A. And he said, that's the most French name ever. And I'm like, that doesn't sound French at all. <laughs> it's like, I, ben, I don't even know. Ben wa. Wa, comma, Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm over here the whole time trying to figure out how to spell Benoit. <laughs> right. I'm not listening. Just not, Benoit, huh? Well, sometimes the person behaving badly isn't the guest, but rather the employee. Oh. This brings us to the most disgusting of today's stories. Disgusting, you say? Disgusting, I say. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. 30-year-old Disney World employee Zachary Hudson was one of 12 people who were arrested last month in a child sex predator sting conducted by a group of Florida state law enforcement agencies. Just so you know, that's where I thought this was going. Yep. I was right. According to Fox News, the men were arrested for their participation in online conversations with undercover officers pretending to be underage girls in the 13 to 15-year-old range. Four of the arrested individuals allegedly showed up to an undisclosed location to meet up with those made-up minors, while the other eight were arrested for sending explicit content. So they Chris Hansen to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These investigations took place over a two-week period as a joint effort from several organizations. Per the news outlet, detectives posed as minors on different digital platforms in order to, quote, investigate those who prey upon and travel to meet children for unlawful sexual activity. Zachary Hudson worked as a bus driver at Disney World and was arrested after having an online conversation with an officer posing as a 15-year-old girl. He allegedly sent a nude photo of himself to the person he believed to be the young girl. What a moron. Reports also say that he described sexual acts that he wanted to perform. And not that it really matters, but he's really gross looking. Of course he is. Of course he is. Obviously. 
Um, it has also been said that Disney World employee was on the clock when he had at least some of these conversations with the undercover officer. He was ultimately arrested while wearing his park uniform and can be seen wearing it in his mugshots. However, it's not clear if he was actually arrested while he was at the park. Regardless, at present, he's facing counts of use of a two-way communication device to commit a felony. I wonder... It's like funny. two plastic cups in a string. Yeah, very vague. Yeah, how old are you? I wonder if Disney... Like, if law enforcement needs to make an arrest of a cast member, or really anyone, a patron for that matter... Do you think Disney, because you've never seen it. I've never seen, because there's, you know, thousands upon thousands of people in these locations. As a law enforcement person, it's kind of nice to know where people are. You're like, okay, well, look, we can tell because we've been, you know, tapping his phone or whatever. You can see that he's going to this park at this time or his schedule is Monday through mm-hmm. this. We know he's going to be here. So that's a good time to go get him. You've never seen it. So I wonder if Disney doesn't allow that. But I've never even seen anyone arrested at the park. I know. And how I is mean, that possible? I mean, the people fighting at Mickey's Magic. I mean, two of them were arrested. But like... Are they arrested on camera? Like you see... I'm sure they're detained? arrested on Disney's cameras. <laughs> I don't remember the yeah. the brawl in Toontown. Um, if anyone got cuffed. They, I think they do. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you, it, it like escalates. So it's, it's the same thing. They're like normal cast members who are being paid simply not enough to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. To be hit and spit on and whatever. And then, yeah, it escalates to like the security guards. And then there's like armed police there. Mm-hmm. But it takes a long time. God. Well, from June 4th to 5th of this year, Hudson engaged in an online conversation with an undercover detective posing as a 15-year-old girl. The detective asked Hudson if he was okay with her being 15, and he replied that he was as long as, quote, my being older doesn't bother you. Mm, not missing the point. And later told her that, quote, age is just a number. <laughs> no, uh-huh. it's not. It's a real thing, and you're breaking the law. The conversation moved to text messaging, during which he described the things he wanted to do to her sexually and told uh. her that he would be honored to take her virginity. Uh. What a piece of crap garbage he told the girl and the detectives upon his arrest that he's employed by walt disney world as a bus driver he sent her a nude picture of himself hudson then showed up to meet the girl while still in his costume he faces charges for one count of use of a two-way communication device to commit a felony and one count of transmission of material harmful to a minor uh polk county sheriff grady judd said in a press conference wait don't skip over that name what was that name? Polk County Sheriff. Uh-huh. Grady Judd. That's Grady awesome. Judd. Yeah. Cool. He's awesome because he says in a press conference, if your bus was running late at, Dis- at Disney, Hudson was busy taking pictures of himself and talking trash to what he thought was a little girl. Oh. <sighs> Thanks. Grady. Okay. Can I just say, here's my public service announcement for the day. Don't send nudes. Especially... Yeah. If you don't know for sure who you're sending them to. And I'll even give an especial especially, a, t- a double especially, if you think that that person's underage. Really don't do it. And especially if you're gross looking. Yeah. Yeah, look, if you're... Like, be hot and then send... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, just jokes. Just jokes. Uh, All jokes. Um, this isn't the first time that someone employed by the company has been arrested on sex-related character. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Judd said that they, quote, always have the Disney employee 
involved when they investigate sex crime operations. As of right now, Disney World has not provided comment on the arrest of Zachary Hudson. This sting was called Operation Child Predator 2. And if you're thinking, that's a weird name for a sting operation, why is it number two? Well, that's because it's the second such sting in recent history. Uh, In August 2021, uh, three Walt Disney World cast members and 14 others were arrested in a six-day undercover child predator sting called Operation Child Predator. The cast members arrested included a couple... Wait, was the was the investigation specifically for cast members that were doing this, or was no? It just, they just happened, happened to, to be, be. yeah, because it included both cast members and non. Got it. Um, the cast members arrested included a couple: Savannah Lawrence, twenty nine, and Jonathan McGrew, thirty four, of Kissimmee. They worked as custodians at Disney's Hollywood Studios. We stayed in Kissimmee, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Lawrence and McGrew sought to engage in a threesome with who they believed was a 13-year-old girl and role-play as step-parents and stepdaughter in a shoplifting situation. The other cast member was 26-year-old Kenneth Javier Aquino, a lifeguard at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. According to Sheriff Judd, he left his girlfriend, who is seven months pregnant, by the way, for what he thought was the opportunity to have sex with the child. He arrived at the undercover location in his work uniform. Among those arrested was also a registered nurse. In total, the 17 face 49 felonies and two misdemeanors, and nine of them had criminal records already. Jeez. Good Lord. So that's gross. Man. And those are just the ones we know about. Yes. I mean. And I'm not saying cast members. People. In general. Like. Yes. There's so many icky people I, yeah. out there. I don't have any advice. Just I, I watch out. People are gross. Don't just don't leave your house. That's why, <laughs> like when people say, <laughs> yeah, God, I'm kidding. Now, but when people talk about like how great cast members are, to me, what that means is you're recognizing the good ones, obviously, because there is no such thing as all people are great, and what you know. This is a company of thousands of em- hundreds or thousands of employees, especially at the parks. Especially at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess the thing that makes it special is like the way that they're taught to be like the, the Disney way. We talk about the Disney way all the time. And the people that adhere to that seem to be the best cast members. But even with that, I guess what I'm saying is like the ones that go above and beyond and are, and are rad and aren't creepy sex pervs and jerks need to be celebrated even more because that's a tough job it's the same thing with any profession like where you're one of many teachers get it all the time you know like it's not indicative of the occupation right well no and it it taints the location or the profession Right. right um you know we had something not exactly like this but something somewhat similar happen at the elementary school that my kids went to yeah and i mean all of the teachers in that school are incredible people. Like totally. really good teachers, oh, totally. including the teacher in question was right. a really good teacher. Yeah. And unfortunately, their screw up in their normal life was enough to give the school a bad name yeah. and all the teachers that yeah. work there and then just teachers in general. And it really sucks. Yeah, I guess because that's what I was trying to say. Most it's people not indicative go, of Disney. No, and most people go into a certain job for two reasons. 
they need a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, it's something that they're interested in. It's something that they maybe are passionate about or whatever. Purpose, yeah. You know, you don't go join the Disney cast member team to make a bunch of money. Mm-mm. If you only want a minimum wage job, you're going to go to Taco Bell or Target or whatever. You went out of your way to do that. Yeah. You choose something that gives you some kind of joy. Mm -hmm. And so for the most part, the people that are cast members are great. Totally. Because they've chosen that. They know what they're getting into. And it's... It just sucks. It sucks that predators are... Predators are good at praying. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, right. they spend their entire lives working on the ability to do exactly that. Right. What's really scary is the kids that get looped in to it. That's such a bummer. Mm. You know, when when a real fifteen year old, or not a, a police officer, oh, yeah. pretending to be one. Well, because those are the ones we never find out about. That's what I mean. It's, it's so sad. Only when there's a cop on yeah. the other end pretending to be the thirteen year old girl. Ugh. <sighs> scum. 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 Well, my sources were Walt Disney World News Today, New York Post, Cinema Blend, and Washington Post. Good job, Ash. Man. I feel like I need to take a shower. It is an interesting topic, though, like people being crappy at the parks. It's a a mystery to me. In various different ways. Yeah, exactly. From someone just being kind of rude or a jerk or, you know, whatever, um, to, to like physical altercations to all the way to you know uh, sexual perverts or whatever but no it's it's remarkable to me it's a weird it's a lot of people that get in one spot like that family would just watch throwing fists at each other at walt disney world what did that get you well, how got how them was, banned yeah how was that worth it to them they had cute matching outfits they're clearly stoked to be there yeah, they that's a, a lot of money. of money to spend to go on a family vacation yeah. and they care enough to get matching clothes and well, and it's the adults doing it. Now I all the kids know. are screwed, too. I wonder if kids get banned. I bet they, they probably don't. didn't. It's a bummer when that stuff goes down because people's ego get in the way. That's all that is. That's all that is. You could have just let it go. Like, when I ride my motorcycle, it's happened a few times where, like, okay, I'll give you an example. This woman was behind me, and she was so close to me. So close. And when I came to, like, a, a stop... I, I just looked back. That's literally all I did. I looked back. She drove around to my side, flipped me off, and then sped off. Heaven forbid you should be on the road, James. Yeah, and my, my instinct was like, that fucking bitch. I was so like, like you, chase I'm down. on a motorcycle, you bitch. Like, you, you could have killed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chase her down, get into it. And right. then I just shut that off. Like, yeah. yeah, that's clearly a good idea. I have gotten to a point where when stuff like that happens, I actually laugh so they can see me laughing. Totally. Look at you. You What a big person. You're flipping me off from inside your car. Would you do that if we were in line at Target? Especially on a motorcycle. It is just not worth it. My friend Tony got into a road rage situation where some guy was being a jerk. He he almost hit him and my friend. They're oddly both named Tony. So the Tonys. Mm Mm-hmm. But this guy almost hit them, and they're both on their bikes. Tony, being a hothead, whizzed past him and hit his mirror, and it <laughs> came off. He just whap, thwapped the mirror, ran on off. The guy clearly got mad. Now that he's like basically chasing someone on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. they're going 60 miles per hour. And the guy hit him. Side. Oh, my God. Like, 
whatever you call it, rammed him to the side, and Tony flew off his motorcycle at 60 miles per hour. Jesus Christ, that's Luckily, terrifying. he was wearing full gear, and he was okay, but his bike was totaled. He could have died, and the guy took off, and they, they uh, ran the plates, and it was a stolen car. Oh, was it Just my some... son's car? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> Was it a silver Subaru anyway. Outback? Anyway, back to the Disney. Impreza. I just don't. Everyone just be it. nice and calm down. Wait thirty minutes if you need to. There be, will be another Mickey's Philhar Magic. It's right. gonna yeah, be okay. It's gonna be Put okay. Put it in perspective. Calm right. down. Calm down. Yeah, not just be cool. Be like extra cool. Be kind. How about that? Go out of your way. <laughs> if someone blocks you from, just like I don't know. I don't know because we we saw something go down in the line to Tower of Terror at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Were you there, Sarah? Mm, I don't think. I think we're in the same line. I mean, you were there. It on the had trip to with have us. been. Yeah. Uh, some woman. It w- it was a similar thing. Like, what are you looking at? And they were just yelling at each other, cussing. The boyfriend was like trying to keep her back, but not really. Was yeah. I drunk? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. I had anyway, to win. It was one of those things where, like, a few people on the line started to, like, kind of engage, like, shut up, there's children present, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I remember looking at Ashley, like, we are not even looking at her. Mm-mm. We just looked the other way, like, they don't exist. Just don't look. Just, just don't, don't look. look. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, That's also a Simpsons reference. But it's a good reference. It is. I, I use it constantly. Explain it. It's one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes where all of the, like, really big sign characters like it's like a like a little big boy sign uh-huh. like it's halloween so they all come to life they're like and monsters. they're like yeah they're like you know doing the whole godzilla thing and they're fighting amongst each other and the answer is just don't look just they, don't they look and when you don't give, give them the attention they all just start they falling over yeah <laughs> so it's a really good it's like trump or right. anything that just feeds off that yeah divisiveness and bullshit yeah that's what you totally know, ugh. i just i can't process that you know, we've had a few jerks at the park moments that's happened, you know, but I, I, I mean, someone would have to like physically go punch Ashley in the mouth and try to kidnap her right. for, for me to like do something physical, let alone. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's so weird. You Be cut nice. in line. So now we're going to start fighting. Also get more clever with your fighting. Like right. say something super snarky and then leave. Yeah, you know, yeah. make them really think about it. That's bizarre. That's that's it's how insane. I handle conflict. I don't insane. passive aggression. Totally <laughs> passive aggressive. That's me. Does it seem that this stuff happens more post COVID? No, I think, think it's just always people are people. Yeah, people are just idiots in yeah. general. And it's like Us a hot too. place. You're stuck in a tight space with strangers. Oh people yeah, get cranky. And oh, yeah. you're tired. You're, tired. you're in pain. Yeah. And yeah. you've paid all this money, so you feel like. I deserve to be That's where it. I am. That's such a good and point, And you forget Sarah. that everyone there is in the exact oh, same that boat. That is such a good point. That That's actually what I was trying to find. That's what makes Disney parks or anything like that different than, say, a grumpy altercation at the grocery store. Yeah. You know? That's just an everyday, like, public outing. But, yeah, that's a this good point. This is my day. This is my this day. Is my special day. I spent day. a bunch of money, which is a valid thing to uh-huh. think. Mm-hmm. But you also are, But you're yeah. ruining your special day by getting mad. No kidding. Totally. So, yeah. You, shut up. All those people probably worked really hard, saved money, took off time at work, 
all that time and money. So spent. how did your vacation go? You, the whole family went, yep. right? Oh yep. yeah, we got into a fist fight and then we got banned and then uh, Steve got arrested. You're right. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and I got a fat lip. Yeah. And you just showed the kids how to behave and yeah. And, and it's I just got my keep going Gucci and... bag stolen. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I love that. I, Our yeah, right? designer I more information about that. Yeah. Stolen and or destroyed or and stole. Weird. Very okay. weird. Well, well, I have a quick little side note. So speaking of people behaving badly at the parks, yeah. we've talked many times about how we all plan to behave badly in our afterlife by having someone spread our ashes somewhere in the park. Yes. yes. So it's the one thing I'm willing to break the rules on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yesterday, I was at work and this woman was sitting with her son and she was like, can I just ask you a weird question? I was like, uh, sure. sure. She goes... This place, so the restaurant that I work at is this very quaint, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, old place. It has a ton of history. It's been there since, you know, the 70s. It's gone through many iterations. It's burned down and been rebuilt more than once. Oh, that's the place it burned down. Yeah. That used to be the Helvetia or something? No. No? Different Different place. Oh, okay. But But it burned down. Yes. It burned down twice. Um, So... This woman is like, this place was everything to my husband and I, Mm. and he passed away in October of last year. And then she starts touching her necklace, and I realize she's she's got a necklace with his ashes in it. Oh, wow. And I know exactly what she's about to ask me. She's like, I would really love to be able to put a little bit of his ashes somewhere here. We had our first date here. Like, we came here all the time. That was our booth. And she points to this booth. And well, I said, I'm going to be totally honest. Don't ask. Just do it. And the son was like, Yeah, mom, better to ask forgiveness than permission. And I was like, And don't ask forgiveness. No one will ever know. And she's like, Well, where do you think would be a good idea? And I said, I have no idea. But let me just say, You find a spot, you just do it. I, totally. No one, nobody who works here is going to care. No. And I hurt? think that's really special. It's hard to, it's hard to wrap your head around someone having so much love and a connection yeah. to a place that you just go every day for work. work. Yeah. It's like, oh paycheck. yeah, this place has been here forever, and sure. it is sure it's a yeah. special place to a lot of people. Right. And so yeah, I told her. Huh. I was like as she was leaving i said thank you for sharing your story with me that was really special and she started crying and grabbed my hand and then they walked outside and i have no idea but i'm assuming there are her husband's ashes somewhere on our property now and she's like look at that picture over there when they were rebuilding it after the fire um that's me and my husband sure enough there's a picture of them in the restaurant no way yeah so she wasn't kidding kidding. it was like a special place to them so how old was she yesterday she was probably about 60 not even 55 yeah it was yesterday that's crazy that is crazy just this was finally took my grandma's ashes yesterday to the oregon coast and i left them in three different places that were like meaningful to me and my grandma. That's awesome. Yesterday. Weird timing. Yeah. So. No way to go to Hawaii. Yeah. I'm taking her to Vegas next and then Hawaii. Excellent. (laughs) Vegas in October. (laughs) Hawaii in November. (laughs) 
grandma. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. But I totally thought of that. And I almost told her like, oh, dude, I fully plan on having my ashes at Disneyland somewhere. But I also didn't want to make it about me. But everything's about me. So, yeah, yeah, obviously. But you understand why Disneyland has to put that on their rules Mm -hmm. officially. Yeah. They get so many people and so many people think that that's a special place to them. Right. Also, I was a little disappointed that their their bill was almost 60 bucks. I got a $5 tip. After all that? Hey, yeah. Don't even tip me 10%. What, did she tip you some of the ash? <laughs> she just leaves a pinch of her husband's yeah. ashes. It's like a $20 bill rolled up outside yeah. with ashes yeah. in it. You're like, uh, uh... Thanks. Thanks? A little weird. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. let's start stopping this disney world bus worst sounds for a bus ever by the way also start stopping start stopping okay next stop fully stopped (laughs) (laughs) so now we're on the monorail okay (laughs) well this week i'm going to recommend a little show that came out in the year of our Lord, 1999. Oh. And went through just to 2001. It was a short-lived series. And it's by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. Oh, They're the guys who did Shaun of the Dead. Love Simon Pegg. Among many, many other awesome projects together. Uh, the, the series is called Spaced. Okay. It's, it's great. It's got a lot of the, the same cast as Shaun of the Dead and all those those movies. Um, it's, it's great. It's like very, that era, late nineties, early two thousands. And the story is, it's super British. So you have to know that it's very, very British and very British comedy. That's not for everyone. I fully right. appreciate that. The year 2000 British comedy. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. Okay. yeah. Like he's kind of, he looks like a little skater, snowboarder. It's very, it looks like my friends. He's yeah. got like bleached hair. And, okay. Um, but it, yeah, it's just a lovely show of like people in their early 20s living in an apartment together and all the shenanigans to go with it. But Great. it's a very sweet show and it's super Edgar Wright. A lot of the clips and the edits and stuff, you could see where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. In fact, they even have like a couple zombie moments in the show. They're like, oh, that's where they got shot in the dead. That's how that became yeah. that. Anyway, highly recommend it. Beautiful show. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I have, it's less of a recommendation and more of just, I'm going to share something with you. Although I do recommend, uh, Kurt Broneler, who is one of the two from the oh, Bananas yeah. podcast. Love him. His standup's great. Yes. So this is a clip from his standup. Um, I, it's a. I've never actually watched his stand I just clips on Instagram, I think is what I've seen. It's just clips on okay. Instagram. And I, I scroll through it and catch up on his clips all the time because he's, he's great. just. His voice makes me laugh. Yeah, period. He's super so f- smart. Let's see if I can funny. make it happen. I do like the like the workout thing where like let's rotate your neck, like just warm up a little bit. You know, I don't do that anymore because I don't want to be reminded that apparently my neck is just a sock filled with bird seed. It's disgusting. I don't ever want to feel that. <laughs> That's me. I'll just turn at the waist. Fuck you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so follow so Kurt Bronler on Instagram and their um, and the Bananas podcast. The Bananas podcast is hysterical, and their Instagram is hysterical. Yep, uh, 
Yeah. It's all good. It's totally just dumb good. news stories and their personalities. It's great. Um, but I also have one more thing. Ooh, and this is another follow this guy. He's he's insane. And I love him. Okay. His name is Joe Tracini. Hmm. I don't think I'm saying that right. So he does voiceovers of stuff. Let me see him before um, you play a thing. Have you ever seen him? No, I don't think I've ever seen okay. him. So his name is Joe Tracini. The Britishman. His thing says he's an antisocial influencer. Okay. Um, and he has a new book out called 10 Things I Hate About Me. Um, <laughs> Love it. So I first discovered him. He was doing these videos where he does like dances, like choreographed dances. Mm. But it he has the whole thing. I, it's too hard to explain, but he explains the moves as things that are not the right words. Here's an example. Okay. He's doing a voiceover of a guy, like a gymnast, a professional, maybe Olympics gymnast doing the parallel bars. Okay. okay. This is amazing. Max Whitlock on the curtain rail, hoping for a full colon. Quilted wrists, folds like a crepe. Semi-detached bungalow. <laughs> Cinnamon opinion, ankles. Ooh. Luxury balloon volivant and a custard cream. Nice hors d'oeuvre, let down by the biscuit. Fantastic composure on the dingus, Eskimo in a kayak, buttery palms, really easing him into a lobster bisque. Slipped into his mother tongue there, that's quite a unique skill for Max. He's an accomplished pedestrian. Chin uh. hammock, hands akimbo, wagamamas, fistful of jam pots, bit light on the chutney, sweet chilli, no parking. Really uh. testing the durability of his spanks there. Winding up for a spooky bassoon. There's the colon, 16 hamsters, called them all Dave. Anus down, lips to the floor, shout at your nan. What a Tuesday. Max Whitlock. So it's he's like an announcer watching. Like, exactly. Like Making crap out. Yep. Just uh, saying gym. nonsense. That is great. That sounds like he's describing something. Yeah. <laughs> spooky bassoon. <laughs> Winding up for a spooky bassoon. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, this that guy is funny. And he, so he does that same thing when he himself is dancing in a leotard. <laughs> I see. I see. It's, it's good stuff. Cool. Awesome. The internet. Um. Well, the the animal heroes of the week are a disabled lion and his best friend that's a dachshund <laughs> named Milo. So the dachshund is Milo. Milo is the dachshund, and the lion's name is Bone Digger. Oh, um, badass! Yeah, they have been inseparable ever since Bone Digger was just a little baby. They cuddle, they eat raw meat together, and play. What? <laughs> um. So they were the the lion was hand reared by um, zookeeper John Reiki, and he's a double amputee. And this this um, I almost said cat, but this male lion um, had like a a bone disorder. So he also had like mobility issues, and so oh, they like bonded over that. Yeah, mm. um, and they're in Oklahoma, <laughs> and they kiss. And they snuggle. Oh my god! That's There's a actually several. Big lion. Yeah, Whoa. he's 500 pounds. A, how does he not eat that dachshund? He loves him. How does he not eat him? Well, they love each other. Bo- uh, Milo does his best to copy Bone Digger when the lion tries puffing to communicate with other lions in the park. <laughs> Here's them eating a pile of meat with a bunch of dachshunds. Yeah. 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 So Bone Digger was born with a metabolic bone disease that left him a little bit crippled. No. Mildly crippled, and the zookeeper lost both of his legs following a bungee jump accident. Ooh. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, they uh, Milo and his other wiener dog friends, Bullet and Angel, <laughs> took him in to their gang and made him part of the crew. This is my dachshund, Bullet. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So, very cute. What Aww. a sweetie. And they're good to each other. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Ashley cannot resist a handicapped animal. Oh my god! You see a three-legged dog? That's it's that's it. That's yeah. all she's gonna talk about for the entire day. Yeah, three. Yeah, handicapped animals, unlikely animal friendships, and animals that have a job. Yes, animals, yeah, that, have animals a job. that have a job. Those are all my favorite things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Well, we did it, guys. We did another podcast. Hopefully, we didn't bum you out too much. Yeah. Um, but I think. You know, you got to get bummed out. You, you got to take time. the good with the bad and the bad with the good and whatever that means. You take totally. the good, you take the bad, you, you take them, them both, up. and then That's you the have facts the life. facts of life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to turn it into a pina colada. <laughs> the lime and the coconut, <laughs> the bad and the good, and you mix it all up. How do you feel about that song? Stupid. That's a stupid song, right? Everything, yeah. Put the lime in the coconut. Oh, God. But Jimmy Buffett? No, it's no. not. But Everything Jimmy Buffett touches is garbage. He's the worst. Ugh. The fandom. Ugh. Anyway. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Boop. We hate you. Buffet. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you real soon. soon. That was a good one. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.